Hey, Pandola people, welcome to your Monday motivation. This is your host, Matt Pandola. And this is producer Jake Parker. We are here, as we are every week, to give you a dose of motivation to help you through the day, the week, whatever it is. Yeah, man. So we've got a little bit of a question for you today. I've been asking this question through a poem, Jake. A lovely poem, Matt. A lovely poem. Don't worry, guys. It's a good one. It's not going to put you to sleep. It's something I've been asking my athletes for years now. I rarely get the right answer. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read you this poem in my best narrator's voice, and then I'm going to stop it short, just shy of the end, so you can have a few seconds to guess who is speaking. What is the subject of this poem? Are you ready? Because here we go. I am your constant companion. I am your greatest helper or heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. I am completely at your command. Half of the things you do might as well turn over to me and I will do them quickly and correctly. I am easily managed. You must be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done and after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I am the servant of great people and alas of all failures as well. Those who are great, I have made great. Those who are failures, I have made failures. I am not a machine, though. I work with the precision of a machine, plus the intelligence of a person. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. Who am I? And now, dear listener, is the time you can pause this podcast if you need a moment to think, who am I? Because I am going to reveal the answer, spoiler alert, in five, in four, three, two and a half, two and a quarter, two, one, I am habit. Your best friend or your worst enemy. So true, Matt. It's such a good poem, and I love the message behind it. I love the part where it says, Train me, be firm, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy, and I will destroy you. What do you think it means by be easy? Well, Jake, I think that habits are hard to make and easy to break. So be easy, you might lose those good habits or even start to establish bad habits without even realizing it. Easy to me sounds like undisciplined. Yeah, and discipline equals freedom. We always say that. So what type of bad habits do we have and how can we turn that around? How can we turn weaknesses into strengths? How can we create the kind of habits that are going to help us instead of hurt us? That's a great point, man. And for me, it was awareness first. Become aware, know what it is that you need to improve. And sometimes that takes some tough love. You have to really take a hard look at what you're not doing or what you are doing that you shouldn't be doing. I think another good thing to do is to talk to people that are close to you, best friends, your wife, people around you that care, and ask them, what is it that I need to improve? A second opinion is always a good idea, especially when you're dealing with things that are ingrained into you like a bad habit. And then... You have to be honest. 
You can't go easy on yourself. If you have a serious problem, you have to be honest. And if it's a problem, you're not going to help yourself by being in denial. Yeah. So Jake, what is your worst habit? That's a great question, Matt, and I'm going to have to get back to you. No, I'm kidding. Right now, I would honestly say my sleeping patterns. I am reluctant to go to sleep. Even though I know I always have busy days ahead, I don't like falling asleep. Yeah. And so I will delay it and delay it. I'll listen to podcasts. I'll watch Netflix. I'll sometimes read and that will put me to sleep. But sometimes right before bed, I don't want to read. So I'll listen to a podcast and I'll say, okay, I'll go to bed at the end of this one. Okay, well, I still don't want to go to sleep. So I'll do one more, just one more. I have a problem with time management. That's kind of ironic. My last name, Pendola, actually means pendulum clock. So that's always a joke. If you know me well enough, you know, I'm always running behind for things. And because I'm always doing a lot, I've always kind of justified it in my mind. I think I've been overloaded all day with all of these tasks I have to accomplish. So what I'm five minutes behind, I've been doing a lot. I haven't been lazy about things. So that's okay. No, it's not okay. I'm making somebody else wait for me that's disrespectful. I I really need to address my bad habits. So I need to make a plan for myself, Jake, to where I'm going to start to organize my time better. And my goal is to actually be early for things. I think I'm going to shock my wife on that one. You're going to shock me too, man. Actually show up on time. Are you kidding? No, I think that's great, man. And your awareness of it is, I think, one of the most important steps and one of the hardest because it's really tough to accept that you aren't perfect. Right. So how do we establish good habits? Well, I like to think of it as a helpful habit. So I can start to plan out my day. That's a part of something that I already do. But a lot of times... When I plan out my day, I don't actually put in the travel time into my schedule, for example. And I can also put an alert onto my phone and my iPad through my calendar. It's amazing what we can do with technology these days. And so I literally need to put down an alert 15 minutes early before I need to travel. So now I've got an alert warning me of it. I've got the travel time into my schedule itself, and I'll take it even one step further and maybe give myself an hour notice of when I need to be somewhere. So that's something that as simple as that is to do, I've sort of denied it to this point. I just think, well, I don't need all of that. I'll get there on time. But in reality, I have to take a tough love approach and realize that if I was going to do that, I would have done it already. So I'm going to put those steps in place for myself. And I tell you what, Jake, we're going to review this in a month from now. My goal is that you tell me, man, Matt, you have been on time for everything. I'm even going to talk to my athletes about this and let them know what my goal is. I think the more that you put it out there, the more likely you're going to do it. You're going to keep yourself accountable. And so will other people. If you have someone you trust that has your best interest in mind, let them know, let them get on board and let them help. So Matt, I will be glad to tell you when I hope that it's a success. I hope I can tell you a month from now that, hey man, you're doing really great. You were only five minutes late today. 
Yeah, and that's the point. All joking aside, I can't accept that five-minute late rule anymore. Being five minutes late or even being on time is going to be late to me. I need to be five minutes early. I need to establish that. My wife is really great at that. She's always early for everything. And I tell you what, it's such a mind dump for to be able to actually go someplace and know that you're arriving early. You don't have to stress about if you hit an extra red light. That's a great point, man. And for me, my sleep, I know that it's bad for me when I'm staying up later than I should be because I, like you, I wake up at the same time every day and it's early. So I recognize that I have a habit that I need to change and I'm going to work hard at replacing that bad habit with a good habit. I'm going to commit to this because at the end of the day, it's only going to be on me. It's not going to be anybody else's responsibility. I have to realize that if it's worth doing, I have to do it every day. And I'm sure that I'm going to fail at it initially. Maybe I will be on time for one thing, but then lose time again and inevitably be late for something else. I can't just stop and think, oh, I'll wait to the new year till I make this resolution because and do it again. Because everything magically changes on January 1st, right, Matt? Right. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. No. Make that resolution now. Make it happen now. If it's important to you, you can do it today just as easily on the first of the new year. So, Matt, I wish you good luck, and I hope that is a success. I know you can do it because you have thought about it thoroughly, but do you ever feel like it's too late? Yeah, well, I feel like I have the late gene. I learned that very early on. My mother was late for everything. She would tell you literally, I'll see you at five, six-ish. Like it was never a time she would even commit to. I remember being at a pool in the summer and all my friends and I were swimming and having a good time. Everybody gets picked up. I'm waiting now the person at the pool party has to wait for my mom to pick me up. An hour goes by. We're calling her. She f shows up. It's just the way that she was. And I think that for a long time, I just felt like I inherited that gene or something. You ever feel like you inherited some genes, Jake? Absolutely. And speaking of my night owl gene, my family, while they weren't as late as I was, it was it was allowable when I was a teenager. And I just maintained that I like staying up late at night and I don't like waking up early. So now that I'm, you know, an adult and I do have to wake up early, I sometimes still stay up late. Yeah, I don't think we have an unorganized gene. We don't we just need to make better plans so that we can get organized and we have to follow through. Yeah, same with the the lazy gene, the the fat gene. You, you don't have those literal things. It's a mental gene. I'm using air quotes, a mental gene, if you will. Right. There's a lot of truth to this. If we start to put this onto some sort of genetic trait that we have, instead of realizing that it's just habits that we've learned, then we're probably not going to change anything. And you mentioned the fat gene, for example. There are, of course, people who have true but rare health issues that prevent them from moving enough. 
that are not able to lose weight, for example, as easily as others. But that is fairly rare. Most times when I'm talking to people about weight loss, and I talk about this subject because it's such a hot topic, right? It comes up all the time. Well, it really comes down to what are we putting into our bodies? What are we using for fuel? How is our recovery, et cetera, et cetera. But when I look at studies with people with quote unquote good genetics versus people with bad genetics when it comes to metabolism, man, that's a whole rabbit hole we can get into in another podcast. But I will say that these studies are very clear. People who move more and are sensible about what they put into their bodies, they tend to get better results. So, for example, somebody who is on the phone that walks around while they're on their phone, that is just a habit that they're used to being active. So they actually think on their feet better through that habit by walking around. Whereas somebody else that is used to sitting down, they will sit down when they get on the phone. It's just a habit. And when people are talking to me about steps a day, for example, how many steps a day should I be getting in? Well, the goal for the average American is going to be around 10,000 steps a day. But as we know, most Americans fall far short of that goal. And they want to know how they can get in more steps. Well, of course, you can walk around the block more, but these steps are added up throughout the day. If your habit is to move more, then you're going to be getting in more of these steps without even thinking about it. So going back to this study, the average person that worked out two to three days a week and supposedly had quote-unquote good genetics versus the average person who worked out two to three days a week and had quote-unquote bad genetics, the difference was clear in the steps. The average person with good genetics, they actually exceeded 15,000 steps a day. Many of them were actually over 20,000 steps a day. The person with quote-unquote bad genetics that said, hey, I still go to the gym just as much as this other person they actually moved less. And on average, they were only moving around 5,000 steps a day. Pretty big difference. And by the way, let me remind you, when you move more, you feel better. When you feel better, you tend to eat better. And then those things that you need to change are suddenly not so hard. It's not so daunting to change a bad habit once you start to do it enough and it becomes a little subconscious that you just do it. So we look at the world's best, and what do the world's best have in common? Well, they have good habits. They've established good habits. There is no reason why we can't all establish better habits for ourselves. That's the point here. Let's really address what helpful habits we need in our lives. Don't make it overwhelming. You notice that I chose one thing, one habit that will help me. So I'm going to work on being on time by establishing better habits to support that. I'm not going to try to fix all my other bad habits. I'm going to choose to focus on this one habit I want to improve upon and recognize that that is going to be a big win for me at the end of this month, 30 days of establishing a better habit 
now that habit becomes ingrained in me. And of course, I'm more likely to keep repeating that habit the next month, especially when I've done it for two or three months. It just now is a part of who I am. It's just how I think now. Then I can start to focus on another habit that I want to improve. Oftentimes, we overwhelm ourselves by trying to improve too much at once. We want to get incrementally better here. We don't want to take huge leaps and bounds, even though on paper it would look awesome if I just was this rock star in in a month and the best version of me possible in one month. It just doesn't happen that way. Usually, if we overwhelm ourselves, we end up doing none of it. Yeah, it's a bit unrealistic, I would say. And especially, it's hard when you become aware suddenly of several problems that you need to fix. Okay, well, I have to pick just one. You want to get all of them done, and hopefully you will eventually. But like Matt's saying, take it easy. Be realistic one thing at a time. And then once you succeed in that and you have a new unconscious habit that is good and helping you the next time you have to break a bad habit it's not going to be so hard because you've just done it before yeah no well said so i think what we're really getting to here jake is it's not really a gene it's a habit that we've inherited and just like my mother had influenced me on the bad habit of being late for things she also influenced me on the good habit of moving more. She was a very healthy, active person that influenced me greatly. And before I knew it, I had established a lot of good habits from her. And that's helped me in my entire life. Now I just have to look at the bad habits I've established and see that that is something I can change now. And the same with myself and the example of my parents. When I was a teenager, they would allow me to stay up a bit later. They also got up very early and immediately started doing something. And I have embedded that habit into my own life as well. Yeah. So let's just all make the decision that we can focus now on establishing better habits for a better life. So our challenge today is for you to think about what bad habit you want to replace with a good habit and how are you going to accomplish that? Let's take 30 days to accomplish this on the next podcast that we follow up with in 30 days. We will be talking about this again. We would love to hear from you in your comments to see what you've done to improve your habits and how it is change your life for the better yeah please do let us know how it goes we love hearing from you you can always email us at pendola project at gmail.com and we're on facebook the pendola project so if you're enjoying what we're talking about today and you want to learn more we have a really wonderful guest on wednesday win allen she used to be one of my athletes then she was one of my assistants then she was a trainer at pendola project Now she is moving forward again, becoming a pilot in the military. Wonderful, inspirational story. And she's got some amazing habits, and she's aware of her habits and her bad habits, and she knows that she needs to change them. It's really all of these things that we're talking about, Matt. It's a great example of where the student has now become the teacher. I'm really looking forward to Wednesday. 
Can't wait for you all to listen. Also, speaking of good habits and how they affect your life, our last feature podcast was with Chad Belding. He is a guy who has implemented amazing habits and seen great success from them. So if you missed last week's episode, check it out. Chad Belding. And a quick announcement, Matt was recently on the Strength Running Podcast. That's Jason Fitzgerald's show. It's a great show. If you want to learn a little bit more about Matt Pendola, you can listen to the latest episode of the Strength Running Podcast. It's all about culture, fitness, and mindset, but with a little more emphasis on running. So if you're interested in running, definitely check out the latest Strength Running Podcast. Thank you, as always, to our sponsor, Reno Running Company. We'll talk to you soon.